You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. So I learned an interesting fact today. What's that? Apparently, podcasts are named after this professor from Yale, Dr. Ron Potterson. That's a fact. Really? Wait, like with like P-O-D? Yeah. Potterson? And today we're talking about podcasts. It w- it's not named after the band P-O-D? No. From, it's the, uh, the band is saying Youth of the Nation? It actually might be named after them, too. You know, that's funny. It'd be a collaboration between them. Uh, it's something I never even considered, like where the name came from. Oh, it has nothing to do with an actual professor named Rod Potterson. Uh, I mean, you had, you had me, because I yeah. really don't know where, where that name comes from. I think from. it actually has to do with like uh, the iPod, oh. the iPodcast. So, so is it like an Apple? I think it originated with them. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I never, I never. And today we're talking about podcasts. Yeah, I feel like we could do more research on like f- figuring out stuff because I know, I know that people. I think Adam Carolla actually was is like sued by someone who like had the I don't know the rights to podcast or something like it was like their really? idea and like yeah there are people who've that's gotten weird. sued so but I, I don't really understand. I don't understand the whole thing. I don't. I mean, if anyone wants to sue us, I don't really see the point. You're no, not going to get much. We have nothing to. We don't really gain. have much. Yeah, exactly. You don't have anything to gain from suing no. us. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about. You can be on our podcast if you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> be like, they come on, be like, we are suing you. All right, and it'll be a fun discussion. Yeah. So uh, today's our podcast podcast. It's a podcast all about podcasts. Yeah, yeah. We've. I feel like we've done this before. We've done a similar, similar sort of similar. I think we've talked about what we kind of are like listening to. Yeah. But I think that was more of a everything that we're kind of yeah. consuming. And I think today we wanted to just talk about podcasts specifically, and I don't know. I guess what we like about them. Yeah. There's there's so many different so many different things I can talk about with mm-hmm. that. But I would say the and I've I've probably talked about this before. But the person who got me into podcasting was mark maron mm. that was like that was actually my first experience with listening to a podcast okay and that was back in 2013 i believe yeah 2013 okay nice because before that i had no i think like, i knew what they were kind of mm-hmm. but i never really like uh delved into them and like i gotta give them a lot of credit because that like changed changed a lot for me especially in terms of what i you know I listen to a bunch now, and we'll get more into that. Yeah. But also, it introduced, and specifically, Marin introduced me to like the world, the the real world of comedy, oh, where sure. like before, like I, you know, I liked it, and I like comedians, and you know, and going to see stand up and whatnot. But I wasn't really like in it as much. Yeah. And it kind of changed changed everything there. That's very cool. Yeah, I was thinking back as to what really got me into podcasts, and I actually was pretty much sick and tired of normal radio of terrestrial radio yeah and i was just driving around a lot and i stumbled on i just started i don't know out of the blue listening to npr Mm -hmm. and i was like this is something that's different than just the top 40 radio stations it's different than i mean i love classic rock but it's different than just the standard classic rock songs that you hear every single day and it was like something new. Yeah, I heard like stories. I heard really fascinating interviews. The big ones being Snap Judgment, This American Life, and Bullseye with uh, Jesse Thorne. Okay. Those are the big three that I was listening to a lot on NPR whenever I was driving around. It just honestly worked out just during the times that I was driving those when they would play. Mm-hmm. And I think you might have actually introduced me to the app Overcast. Yes, and, and that was introduced to me 
by our good friend Dan Vizentainer. Oh, nice. Yeah. So hey. and that and yeah, I love that app. Oh, it's great. And so I think after a while, I just wanted to keep listening to these stories, especially when I mean NPR didn't always have things that I like to listen to. So when those uh, certain shows weren't on, it was nice to be able to start downloading and listening to the podcast pretty much whenever I wanted. And from there, my interests in podcasting kind of just expanded everything to other comedy podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, to other storytelling podcasts. Oh, and I think The Moth as well yeah. was another thing that I really like, enjoyed listening to that was on NPR and I, I've heard in other areas as well. So those are the, I guess, the big things that really pushed me in the direction of listening to more podcasts. Yeah, it's interesting. I, the one thing that amazed me when I first started listening to Marin was like how real he was mm. and how you really don't get that in any other media form. Like everything is, I mean, podcasts are edited, but it's, it's different. Yeah. Whereas because you're not seeing it, it's not like, it's not so clean. If that makes sense? Yeah, no, definitely. So, and I can compare it to if you're watching a late night interview, like you're watching Jimmy Fallon, Mm -hmm. get a celebrity on who's going to talk about, I don't know, like some silly story and then they plug a movie. Yeah. And it's all like a very, like, it's all set up and you're not really seeing who they really are. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's something I've learned more about from watching the Larry Sanders show. (laughs) So check that out on HBO Go right now. And... (laughs) But with Marin, because Marin, his format is like the first 15 minutes, he'll do ads and then he'll kind of talk about his life or what's going on, his like anxieties mm-hmm. or whatever. He'll kind of lay it all out there and then he'll have an interview with someone. Okay. And for a while it was like mostly just comedians and then, and then he, I mean, these days it's a lot of like bigger name people that he has. And I'm sure there's stuff they're not talking about and they're trying to present themselves in a certain way, mm-hmm. but you're getting a lot more out of them. And same, like, that's kind of what, in a lot of ways, like, Howard Stern has sort of done that, where he's been that guy to kind of get more out of people. He gets a lot out of them, even though he's he's not really pro-podcasting, necessarily, or he, he still thinks you need to be, like, a broadcaster. Gotcha. Which, obviously, is not true. But in a lot of ways, he kind of, he kind of um, you know, led people into this sort of thing, where I guess he's able to get a lot more out of people out of celebrities at whoever then you wouldn't get on tv and that has sort of led into guys like marin who are able to get more out of interviews and then you have other podcasts that i listen to like joe rogan or there there's a bunch of other comedians now who just have these mm-hmm. podcasts where they're really and kind of like our format too where they're just sort of hanging out. I mean, we usually have some kind of topic to go off of. And a lot of times you look at them and you can even watch YouTube videos and stuff. They're just like sitting, like there's one that I've seen where the guy's literally, he has his microphone and he's like lying back on his couch. (laughs) And it's, it's kind of awesome that that sort of happened where you're just like, you can hang out and you're talking to your friends and you just have microphones and talk about whatever you want. And you know, you can, I mean, for some people, you can like do decently well, yeah. And you're, yeah, it's just like a hangout. It's like it's really, it's really something else. Whereas like radio, you have like some executive telling you like what you have to do. You can't curse. Right. Like podcasts, you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, we boobs. can. Yeah, exactly. You can say <laughs> boobs like twelve times in a row if you want. Just go crazy. <laughs> but, but a lot of but like radio, you can't do that. You right. know, you, you 
there's commercials, there's, I mean, you do ads, but it's not the same kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, so sort of kind of what you were saying before with the kind of Jimmy Fallon stuff and those kind of things on TV, it even radio as well, it's, it's very formulaic where yeah. there, it's like you kind of see where all these things are going. Kind of like you're saying, it's a small interview. Maybe they'll have a gag about something and they'll plug a, a movie or TV show or a book that they're they're trying to promote. Right. With podcasts, it seems that there's like an endless variety of styles when yeah. it comes to their podcasts. Kind of like you're saying, you have people that are just laying back, just chilling, talk, having a conversation about whatever. And then there's others that are maybe more storytelling or they kind of um, maybe have an investigative kind of thing. Like you have Serial and that's yeah. like a fascinating kind of um, very newsworthy kind of style of a podcast and then you have other things like what is it oh, oh my god joey diaz yeah the church of what's happening now yeah and that's just him bullshitting I mean, with with um lee right like, yeah i mean that that one in particular is <laughs> is off the rails but it's it's a lot of fun oh it's great and but like yeah you're saying with like other stuff i, I would say overall it's really just like a free form yeah so what, whatever it is whatever it is your podcast is so I mean, there's other ones I listen to, like there's the um, the Tim Ferriss show, where uh, Tim Ferriss is is one of these. I, I guess I would call him um, like a self help type okay. guy, although he's that's really not that's like not what he's preaching necessarily. But he's uh, I guess he, his whole thing is like he calls it lifestyle design. Mm-hmm. But basically, he has interviews with all different people from ranging from, like he's had Arnold Schwarzenegger on, oh, but wow. then he has other people on who have done you know who are like super athletes, you know, doctors or all all different types of people to talk about, you know, different topics. Hmm. Um, whether it be, you know, sports, um, he's had on, he had on Mike Birbiglia once to talk about comedy. He's, uh, he had on a guy who talks about different diets. Mm -hmm. Um, this guy, uh, Jocko Willink, who also has his own podcast he had on who, is like a former Navy SEAL who oh wow teaches yeah who like who talks a lot about discipline like his whole thing is about discipline so it's like there's like stuff you can get out of that whereas like a lot of the podcasts listen to like a lot of comedy stuff and that's not to say all of them but a lot of them are just kind of silliness to kind of take put your mind elsewhere sure although some a lot of times you will get something decent out of it and and what's cool too is when you listen to certain people like as guests on certain podcasts or like oh I have my own podcast and if you like that episode you're like oh I gotta listen to theirs oh sure and that's happened to me a bunch of times where I listen to this woman uh, her name's Christine Hassler her podcast is it's called uh, I want to say it's called uh, Into It and On With It hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check the name because I don't want to uh, say the wrong name here but hers is literally she's like uh, she calls herself a life coach okay. Or she, that sounds really demeaning. She calls herself a life coach because <laughs> I don't think she's technically a psychologist. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think she's a doctor, but she does. She takes phone calls from people, and she tries. And her whole thing is she tries to help people. Oh, cool. Kind of like Doctor Fraser Crane, but like not in like not. She doesn't get frustrated and like hang up on callers. <laughs> like she actually does a good job and okay. helps. Um, let me find yeah, her. You look it up. Yeah, her name's Christine Hassler, and oh, I'm sorry, it's called Over It and On With It. What did I say? I don't know if you specified I the name. I, I think I said Into It and Over It. It's called oh. so Over It and On With It with Christine Hassler. It's, okay, uh, really good 
for um, for self-help. And yeah, I was listening to this one called Swole Patrol, which is a silly name, but it's it's like Dr. Drew's podcast where he has on different people. Okay. Yeah, someone like I wasn't that interested in, but again, like you can find you can find so much and you can actually learn a lot from listening to podcasts. Oh, sure. Yeah. Podcasting has become such a huge industry now and there's a bunch of different types of podcasting networks. There's like Earwolf. Yeah. Um, there's a big one that I predominantly, the most of the, most of the podcasts I listen to are through Maximum Fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of what are the other, uh, this is like Earwolf, Maximum Fun. Wow, I can't think of some of the other ones. But there's like other, uh, I think, is Radiotopia, I think one. It might be. I mean, it's really bad. I could literally, I I, just by looking at, Mm -hmm. I'm on my Overcast app and just to see which ones are, uh, yeah, like what what networks they're on. Right. Because I mainly just went through the, I was also on Overcast early in the week and I just wrote down mainly the, the podcast I go to typically and uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about eight of them are through Maximum Fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I'm pretty, mine right now are actually pretty mixed. Mm-hmm. Although it used to be, used to, like I have Earwolf mm-hmm. uh, and then I have here Riotcast <laughs> and um, The Nerdist, oh, okay. and NPR. Sure. You know, NPR's its own its own thing. Podcast One. Oh, there's also uh, WNYC. That's another WNYC, one. WNYC. They have yeah. stuff like Radiolab. They have uh, Snap Judgment through WNYC as well. Right. I mean, there's so many. Feral Audio, I think. Mm. Although, I don't know yeah. if they... Do they still exist, actually? I don't know. Because there were ones... I listened to a, used to listen to a couple on Feral Audio. I just don't... I remember they had a, a like a little theme. So I, and I haven't <laughs> heard that in a while, so I don't know if okay. they're still... I, I could be a little off with that. But yeah, a lot of these, like... They're part of networks. Earwolf is like a monster one for yeah, comedy right now. Definitely, I would say. Uh, for and I would say for like alternative comedy. Oh yeah, that's that's their big thing. And you have, but like uh, Feral Audio is or was one too that had a lot of more um, for comedy. I guess like alternative too, but kind of range. It's it's a little different. Like mm-hmm. I listened to one um, this comedian Duncan Trussell, the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, and his <laughs> is like a lot of. A lot of times they talk about like psychedelics and kind of get like a little deeper into. So it's it's like a little different. It's not like a a laugh out loud type comedy podcast. Okay. Like they have like interesting like deeper conversations, which are kind of it's like nice to it's nice to listen to. All right, very cool. Yeah, for me with Maximum Fun, so it, it, it's funny enough. It's the podcasting network I listen to the most, and also is related to how I got into podcasting, which is Jesse Thorne. Yeah. And he had Jesse Bullseye with Jesse Thorne, which is on NPR. Yeah. And he essentially started Maximum Fun. Right. And the shows that I predominantly listen to with Maximum Fun are Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. And then there's Jordan Jesse Go starring Jesse Thorne and Jordan Morris. And Jordan Morris is a he's a comedian, but also a writer. When it was on, he was one of the writers for At Midnight. Okay. I don't know what he's up to now, but um, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> he still does the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's great. And that's just them, Jordan and Jesse. They have a any sort of comedian uh, as a guest come on the show, and they just shoot the shit yeah. the whole time. It's, it's great. It's really funny. Then there's Judge John Hodgman, which yeah. starring John Hodgman, I mean, he was, he's great. Yeah, he's 
great. He's been on. Well, he was on the Daily Show. He was on the Daily Show, but he was also on that HBO show that I know you really like with oh, Ted Danson. Oh, bored to death. Bored to death. Yeah, he played like the snooty critic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, um, it's him, and then Jesse Thorne is his bailiff. And it's actually a really great show. Essentially, they have people write in with some sort of dispute. And he'll usually have people come on the show, either through like Skype or whatever. And it'll, he'll kind of like hold a trial. Uh, and it's usually like related to silly things. Like the, I was listening to one the other day, and it had to do with a father and son who liked to go hiking all the time. And the son was bringing his father to court because he wanted his father to stop talking during the hike because he just rambles on and on and on and he's like i don't dislike our conversations i just rather wait for like when we get to the diner after and have brunch to have the conversation while i want to like enjoy like nature so it's just little squabbles like that and he'll kind of like come in and, and discuss what he feels is is the, a good verdict as to um as to who should win the, their case there's that then there's the McElroys, and they have like pretty much their own kind of like empire yeah they a lot of their stuff is through maximum fun but they mm-hmm. i mean they're incredible they have my brother my brother and me right which is the big one it's the big one yeah with justin travis and griffin mcelroy yeah and that's another one where they it's they describe it as a advice show for the modern era mm-hmm. pronouncing modern just silly and they answer yeah people they have their fans send in yahoo answers like the silliest yeah. funniest ones and they just go off and answer them and i have been like laughing crying on the train coming home listening to this podcast sometimes because it's just that funny didn't they have a tv show as well yeah i think it was on CISO. oh well yeah. then, then that was the end of that right that so that network. i think you might still be able to catch some of their stuff on on uh online and maybe it was picked up by another network i'm not 100 percent sure but definitely check them out because like they're just they're so funny and then they also have uh the Adventure Zone, and that's the three brothers with their father Clint, who and they do Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, they go through, okay. and I mean, they're just they're naturally funny. And my brother, my brother, and me, and now they're just doing it in like a fantasy world, yeah, and that's great. And then stuff that's not necessarily related to Maximum Fun, but it's still McElroy's. The one that I listen to is this podcast called Run, a Doctor Who fan cast, and that's mm-hmm. with Travis McElroy with co host uh, Tybee Diskin. And I guess she's like a musician, but she's also been in other podcasts with the McElroys before. It's just fun. And they go through episodes of Doctor Who. Um, oh, okay, cool. And it's really, it's like a really interesting like insight on in how they dissect these shows, these episodes and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, those are the big ones through Maximum Fun that I'm I usually listening to. Yeah. And I guess most of them like are on the lines of comedy, right? They're yeah. Sort of comedy there's or... a lot of those are comedy. I think I would say predominantly most of Maximum fun stuff is either com- is comedy related uh they have a few things that are cultural kind of things i think they have a pop culture one. Oh my god i can't think of his name he's has a show on true tv it's called like talk show the game show oh my god why can't i think of his name i have to look this up i feel like the maximum fun is kind of them and earwolf have a lot of similar type of things maybe probably the same with the nerdist too i mean they're all they're all sort of connected in their own their own way yeah, they all kind of have the similar kind of vibes, it seems. Yeah. Um, so I looked up the guy, and his name is Guy Branham. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has this like pop culture-related podcast through Maximum Fun, but he also does this thing called Talk Show the Game Show, and I believe it's on True TV, and I guess it's 
kind of like a talk show and then all of a sudden you could be on the show and now you're, you're playing like a game show and yep. it's just a completely random. I, I've never actually watched it, but it's just, it's so amazing to me. I'm just thinking about how you could literally, you could have a podcast about anything. It's such an yeah. open, it's such an open thing. Cause you can really just, I mean, like what we've done, just set it up yourself mm-hmm. and just go. Whereas you can't do that with like a, I mean, you could, if you wanted to, I guess nowadays you could do like, if you want to do like your own TV show, let's say you could like do it and like put it on YouTube, I guess. Yeah. YouTube. I guess there is. There if is you like, really want to go back old school, you'd probably do like public broadcasting. Yeah. But I don't, for, for some reason, I feel like podcasting really is the only thing that you can kind of really do whatever you want where i feel like there are there's more restrictions when you're when you know you're filming something or and it's more difficult in a lot of ways yeah well it's something interesting that you're making me think with relating to because like there is youtube that's kind of like another option but i guess the way youtube works it has like its own built-in restrictions like you have to kind of do things a specific way if you want to be heard or seen and with podcasts it kind of seems like there's a lot more freedom because there's a lot more outlets for it you can create your own website you can uh use other sort there's like i like I think five different types of websites that you can host your podcast on. I mean, it's I mean, yeah, it's I, endless. I, I don't think there's any restrictions on even. I don't. I haven't heard of any content restrictions Mm-mm. either. Yeah, like so you could literally talk about whatever you want. It's just. I mean, I guess I don't know. I mean, I'm uh, unless like you say something that like you might get yourself like on like a terrorist like watch <laughs> list or something. But like for the most part, I would say it's pretty open. Like yeah, it's a pretty open forum. Yeah, so I'm thinking there, there's you can still kind of get those like niche markets uh, for whatever the content you put out, but you m- don't really have the restrictions that you might have with YouTube. And I mean, I guess also the I guess the one drawback is you might not have, um, uh, I guess, as big of hits that you might get if you were to do something in video format. I mean, yeah. people like yeah. things that are very visual, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, but like podcasts, you can take anywhere. Yeah, that's in the, that's in the a very car, good thing. On the train, although on the train now you can like download things beforehand and watch yeah. them. But I don't like to do that. I like to just listen. I'm all about mm-hmm. just listening to stuff. Yeah. Uh, when I'm home, I do like watch some podcasts on YouTube sometimes. Okay, cool. It's fun. There is one in particular uh, that I like that is uh, it's a podcast called Kill Tony, which I highly recommend. It's uh, kind of like a stand-up comedy showcase where they have... It's sort of like... The uh, best way to describe it is like a really fucked-up American Idol for stand-up comedians where they come <laughs> up and they do a minute and then they get critiqued. And it's like... It's a fun... It, it's There's so much more than that, but it's, yeah. like a, it's a fun time. And it's fun to watch... It's interesting because I've done both where I've watched it and, and listened to it in the car. And it's great for car trips, first mm-hmm. of all, because it's great for traffic because I was stuck in uh, a couple of weeks ago, stuck in traffic with a couple other people in the car, like on the GW and like just weren't moving at all and put this on and it just made things go a lot better, you know, <laughs> uh, just because you're having fun. But yeah. when you're watching it, you can see what the comedians look like. So like when they start describing things like, hey, you look like this, then you can actually see it. Sure. Which is fun. But sometimes it's actually fun when you hear the description and you don't actually know <laughs> what they look like. That can be fun too. Kind of paint your own picture. Yeah. And also for whatever reason, in this particular podcast, when you're watching on YouTube, the audio is not always great. Oh, really? That's weird. Yeah. Like, or, like certain microphones don't pick up things as well but it's cleared up for the audio version so gotcha. like when i'm listening to it everything is like crisp mm-hmm. so it's a lot i i probably like the, like sometimes i like like to see who it is but most of the time just listening to the audio yeah. is is the way to go 
I'm yeah. trying to think because I don't have anything specifically like that. I find that the most of the stuff that I do is either people bullshitting or that people are interviewing. Yeah, I mean, well, for whatever reason, Rogan has mm. all his are on YouTube. That's he true. St- yeah. He streams, he live streams all of them. Mm-hmm. Every like every one yeah. every episode it's is live wild. streamed, which I think is really interesting. I don't know why they started doing that. I mean, I, it's cool. Yeah, it's great. It's great for 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 us. It's great for the audience. I don't know why it's necessary though. Mm-hmm. It's just like because like in his, there's really not much you're looking at. You're just looking at two people sitting across from each other talking. Right. So you're not. I mean, I guess seeing facial expressions and seeing reactions is kind of fun. But it's it's not necessary. Like sure. it doesn't need to have that. And yeah. sometimes they're watching videos because they'll put up videos. But again, like it's, uh, that's not happening so much. But the live streams, which are interesting to me, I don't know why they live stream it. I guess they want to keep it as current as yeah. possible. I mean, it's cool. It's really Very cool. cool that he does that. Yeah, and he's got a great producer. Yeah. that that helps. The best thing I think with Joe Rogan, and it's not. I don't think it's necessarily related to. What he creates is the the polytune oh, God. stuff. Please, if you guys want to laugh, go to uh, this guy. I guess it's his YouTube page, right? Yeah, polytune. I think so. Polytune, and he just animates all these little snippets of conversations, and they're just they're all really funny and really well done. It's yeah, they're yeah. pretty amazing, and they take whatever you would be laughing about from a Joe Rogan podcast, takes it to another level. Where it, oh my God, just visualizing it is so funny. It may, I mean, it's just, it's like they, it could be an animated show. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it is. It's, oh, yeah. They should totally do that. I mean, what, like a dollar an episode or something like that? That would be incredible. Yeah. Well, didn't, wasn't that like the Ricky Gervais show? They do that where they had, oh, they yeah. animated, like they used to do it with Carl Pilkington. Yeah. They had yeah. some really great stuff with him. Yeah, but that was like a whole a whole thing, right? Yeah, those I think, were like half hour episodes. Yeah, and I I feel like that's unlike with this Polytune thing. Polytune is kind of like his he's his own independent kind of thing, which and is cool. I yeah, li- I like his thing a lot. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ricky Gervais. I think that he was in, in on the the animation. Yeah, it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he he just like the the Polytune guy just does it himself, and and it's just cool. And mm-hmm. I think you know Rogan likes it. He he likes he likes all that stuff. He likes yeah. when people like pe- fans do stuff like, and that's and that's really cool. You know, I wonder what I always wonder like what the you know what the future is where things are gonna things are gonna go. But uh, there was one episode actually of of Joey Diaz I think where wow. Lee actually said uh, he said the future is audio and and Joe was on. He said like what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because, you know, he was really high. But, <laughs> but he does like, he actually did make kind of a point where I think people didn't think that, you know, you think radio was going away. You didn't think something else was going to come up and take its place. Like besides you have like Spotify and stuff for music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for like the talking part sure. where you, you know, every, that is still there. And, and like I was saying earlier is you can get so much, it's interesting to hear a lot more about certain people and to learn a lot. And I think that part is really cool in terms of like video as terms of like audio being the future though i think it's just another forum like whereas you know i'm in my car i'm on the subway i'm gonna probably turn to audio i'm not yeah. gonna necessarily n- not me personally i'm not gonna download something to watch just because i don't like to do that while i'm on the move yeah but again, if I'm home, I'll sometimes put on YouTube and I'll like watch podcasts or like, you know, it's mm-hmm. funny, but like, yeah, I'll watch like podcast videos because yeah. that, that's fun too. And that's another one that actually I don't, there is one podcast I 
only watch, and that's Your Mom's House with Tom Segura oh, and sure. Christina uh, Pajitsky, because for them, they play videos all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's their thing. And actually, it's really funny to watch their, their reactions to things. Yeah. They, they're just real, the two of them are just really funny together. So that's that's a fun one to just watch. And, it's, yeah, and, and that on one's that. like pure silliness. Mm-hmm. Kind of like playing off what you were saying, though, with where the the interviewer or the, or the, the host can kind of get into these longer discussions, kind of can kind of go deeper. There's one podcast I listen to, and it's the Dana Gould Hour. Yeah, yeah. And for the, whoever don't, doesn't know who Dana Gould is, he's this comedian. He's been he's been an actor. He I, whenever I think of him, I think of that episode he was in um, Seinfeld. Yeah, he played uh, Frankie Merman, who I guess when he gets stressed out, goes and hides in a hole. Yeah. And he also was a, a writer on The Simpsons for okay, seven years. Yeah. And I guess one of the things he does more recently on top of the uh, Dana Gould Hour is this uh, show. He's the creator of the show uh, Stand Against Evil. Yeah, yeah. Which I haven't seen, but I want to. Yeah, same. I haven't. It's, I guess it's a, like a comedy horror kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, which I um, love. I love I love oh, that, that yeah. kind of genre blend. Oh, definitely. I, I yeah. Oh my god, why can't I think of the name of that movie? Um, Tucker and Dale yes. versus Evil. Yes. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. That's like a I think a perfect example of like a the blending of comedy and horror. I was just talking about how like the there aren't too many comedies out, or the, I mean, actually, right now there are a few comedies out, but like really well respected comedies, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to say. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen I Feel Pretty. I haven't seen blockers and i haven't seen mm. super troopers 2 i haven't seen i any Wait, of the, super troopers 2 out already yeah oh shit yeah i haven't heard fast. i haven't heard like anything great about yeah. i've actually heard that blockers is supposed to be good i heard but, good things about that but it like the trailer to me looked really stupid mm-hmm. but again all these movies could be great i don't know but i think of movies like tucker and dale versus evil and like what we do in the shadows oh yeah like those movies are like as far as like modern like comedies go i think those are like at the top Oh, absolutely. Comedy movies. Oh, they're yeah. great. What We Do in the Shadows, for me, is like That's one brilliant. of the funniest I've seen in a very long <laughs> it's time. It's so good. I hear they're coming out with a, a series. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I, not with, uh, unfortunately, like Jermaine and, oh, really? and the other characters. But it's, I think they're going to be the showrunners or whatever. So, I mean, right. I'm sure it's going to be good. It could, it could be good. But again, like, I like, yeah, I like that genre mm-hmm. blend. And this was all off of Dana, Dana Gould. Yes. So let's bring it back, bring to, it Dana back Gould. to Dana Gould. But, so he does this interesting thing with his show. It's called the Dana Gould Hour, which is, it's a two-hour podcast. And... That's funny in yeah. itself. <laughs> so he does this weird thing. First off, he has... A lot of, I'm trying to think of how to describe it, 60s or 50s drive-in movie sounds. So he'll even have like the, not the straight up like, let's all go to the lobby song or whatever, but he'll have like intermission music is like, go get some popcorn or whatever. During the intermission, it's like, it's showtime. Yeah. So they'll have like a lot of that kind of stuff blended in. But his podcasts are typically interviews. He'll have two interviews going on during the the podcast. And it's spliced. They're each an hour long. It's spliced together where they're not, not to be like cacophonous, but it's they're playing essentially at the same time. He'll like break them up into about like fifteen minute segments, yeah, and jump from one uh, interview to the next. 
I kind of like that. It keeps it interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to listen to too many podcasts like that. Yeah, but I like that it's there's some variety with his, and uh, he always they always go into like really interesting topics. I've heard everything from him talking with another guy who with this guy who does practical effects and makeup for horror movies. Mm-hmm. Everything from that to he had on this guy who I don't think he did anything like uh, Infowars kind of thing, but he was part of, I think he was part of like a the conservative kind of community of, of talk hosts or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he has like a variety of people that in the in like entertainment industry that he just knows. And then he also has like actors, other comedians on and just really interesting discussions and conversations. And I don't think you would see anything like that on like TV or anything like that. No, I'm I'm just thinking now though, like why why even why does he do like two interviews two set per episode? Like why even do that? Why not just separate it? Separate them by episode? I think he actually goes into that and I don't want to butcher what he said or or get it wrong. I think it actually has something to do with this radio guy named Joe Frank. Okay. Who he I think it was him and actually Ira Glass. Mm-hmm. They they both independently did specials on this guy, Joe Frank, who was this radio DJ. I believe he started out in um, New York and then went over to L.A. and got a bit bigger there. Yeah. And he does these really interesting kind of monologues. And they're all set to this like looping kind of hypnotic music. The best way to describe him is, do you know, oh, I'm sure you know, the, the most interesting man. Yeah. The Dos Equis commercial. He does, or he did, he, he passed away um, a bunch of years ago, I think, to, to due to cancer or something like that. But he did a version, he kind of like started that thing. He does a version kind of like that where he's going on about how he's like this Adonis, like most beautiful, attractive man. And it starts out kind of like the most interesting man where like he does all these amazing things and as the story goes on and on he slowly starts going insane and he's like people will not leave me alone i just want to be like left alone i want to sleep but people like are hounding over me everybody wants to be with me i just can't get us like an ounce of sleep (laughs) and it's he has these like hilarious kind of monologues that go on and on and i guess it was very hypnotic and somehow i don't remember exactly what the the impetus or the whatever dana gould i guess was really inspired by joe frank and just how he kind of i don't know went off and did his own kind of style and kind of would blend in these interesting uh sounds and and looping kind of thing and i guess he wanted to do something similar to that but within like the context of an interview and kind of splicing in different stories Mm-hmm. And some of them are related. So this is take three, I want to say. Yeah. We, we've been experiencing some technical difficulties. And I've been saying, I just said that <laughs> phrase before. And yep. <laughs> I think there's some irony here. Because we're having some issues with what we've been talking about being the future. Yeah, and there's there's some shortcomings, but I think that's the case with everything, with all media. Yeah, sometimes your audio will just stop. Like everything's, uh, you know, nothing's foolproof. Yeah, you you can have issues with anything, Mm -hmm. and we were 
kind of going off on tangents about a lot of stuff, and I think we, we lost some of that. Yeah, we were finishing up with Dana Gould, and then we got into Mark Marin. Right. We did. We got into Mark Marin, but, you know, we talked a lot about him. All right. <laughs> I think... I think maybe it's for the best that we lost some of that. And, you know, so, yeah, we were talking about Dana Gould and, and his format. Yeah. And you're talking about the interviews being all spliced together and kind of 15-minute segments. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I mean, what I was saying, and I don't know if this this ended up on the what we were talking about before, but why, you know, he was actually doing the two, like, why he puts them together why he does that yeah i think i i think i did got you, that you explained it see the yeah i think that audio was in I, if if i didn't talk about joe frank yeah and this makes no sense to the listeners i'm sorry let us know in the comments i will elaborate i guess i actually know this is such when a I, fun episode this is a great episode it's so this is turning out really well it's so wonky but yep. it actually it's kind of but that's see again. This is actually this actually might prove our point that podcasts are so freeform yeah. that we're just kind of like, well, this might kind of be a disaster, but we're still having fun. We're having a great time. Yeah. Hope you're enjoying it too. Yeah, but why, why don't we just we'll go right into some other ones? Okay, some other podcasts. So we'll do that. Yeah, there's a podcast that I love, and it's by these the Green Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be confused with, I think there is another group of creators that go by the name of the Green Brothers. Yeah. I'm talking about uh, Hank and John Green, and they're the ones who... So John Green is... He's a that writer who has written, written Fault in Our Stars and I think Looking for Alaska and Paper Towns. Okay. I think a few others. And Hank is his brother, and they he does a lot of... Um, I think he started VidCon, mm-hmm. which is like this huge thing that I think a bunch of YouTubers go to now. And they have a bunch of channels and stuff like that. They've like uh, Hank does a lot of science related stuff. So he has SciShow, Science Show, um, and they do Crash Course, which has a bunch of like educational videos and stuff like that. But as a podcast, they have Dear Hank and John, or as John likes to call it, Dear John and Hank, mm-hmm. and they answer questions from their their fans. And it's advice an advice podcast. Okay, I like and that. yeah, it's it's. A lot of fun, and they they go in with it in not as like joking as the McElroy brothers, yeah, with my brother, my brother, and me, but they have some fun with it, and they actually like give some some decent advice okay. in there, and it's actually very nice to just listen to two guys who I, I don't know, it's, it's weird to think about that. Two guys in their I think late thirties, maybe one of them is in their forties now, yeah. Um, but just it, they kind of like give advice based on their past. So a yeah. lot of these are their, a lot of their fans are kind of like I would say around college age. Yeah. So it's just interesting to hear because a lot of them will have like, oh, how do I, how will I like maybe make some new friends in college? How do I get Aren't along the- with a my college roommate or something yeah. like that? And it's just interesting hearing these guys who are later on in life. And to be honest, we're getting later a little later on when it comes to uh our years since college and just hearing yeah well that's because like now when i when i hear people especially i know someone recently was like i'm 23 and i don't know what to do with my life and i'm just like oh (laughs) must be tough yeah i like i have like i would have a hard time having sympathy for someone like that. right (laughs) like you don't get advice 
wait six years, mm-hmm. seven years, then I'll give you advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny though, because I'm actually going up this weekend to for my sister's graduation and I'm gonna have to somehow figure out how to hang out with a bunch of college kids at the bar. I'm telling not, you. Not to be creepy or anything like that, but just to, you know, go out with my sister and have fun with her friends and stand there with my my one beer as they chug many. Just say you're super successful. That so. oh that's a good yeah. I'm su- super successful. That's why I only drink one beer. Well, you want to yeah. You don't want to be like that. I never want to be that person <laughs> who's like stay here as long as you can. Like like Billy Madison when he's shaking the kid's yeah. face. <laughs> like, you don't want to be that person because you want to say like no no things are good. Yeah uh, and yeah and of course it can be. You know everyone's different. Like mm-hmm. you, you know you figure it out and it takes longer for certain people and blah blah blah, but. Yeah, don't worry about that. I mean, you're hanging out with... Co- who, who the fuck cares? Yeah. You know, hanging out with college kids. You know? If yeah. They, if they like you, great. If not, who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. But none, I like, none of this matters. No. But I like the, the podcast because it's, it's interesting hearing their point of view on, on certain things. And not all related to college and, and stuff like that. But oh. they, they also uh, end each podcast... They start each podcast with a poem. Yeah. And they end each podcast with John loves this English football team called AFC Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. And Hank will always give whatever the upcoming news about Mars is. Yeah. So that's how, how they'll end it. Like John will tell, say, essentially say like, oh yeah, well now AFC Wimbledon's in, in this place. We're about to be like kicked out of this league and we'll have to be kicked down to this league or whatever. And then... Uh, Hank is usually saying the Mars rover found this today on Mars or scientists yeah. are doing this and they have a bet that if human, um, what was it? If they can get humans onto Mars before 2028, yeah, the show will remain Dear Hank and John. If that doesn't happen, then they're going to change the name of the podcast to Dear John and Hank. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but that, you know, it's cool. Like, yeah. You can give advice even if you're not, like, an authority necessarily. It's like yeah. you take things with a grain of salt. And also, like, your perspective changes as you get older. Even, like, mm-hmm. like with each, like, passing year, like, things things change, like, constantly. So that that is that is really yeah. interesting. I wish I could give some advice to my, uh, my younger college self. <laughs> yeah. It, it's weird, though, because when you listen to this stuff, sometimes you do have to take it with a grain of salt because, you know, people have. But you can get, you can gather good ideas from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember actually listening to one of uh, Christine Hassler's podcasts, the one I was talking about earlier. Yeah, sure. That I think made it into the I cut. Think, I think it did make the cut. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was towards the beginning, and she she talks about and her and her podcast is called Over It and On with It with mm-hmm. Christine Hassler, and she said about turning. I think it was turning nervous energy into excitement. Hmm. Yeah, and I sounded really exciting. When I said it, yeah, but you, but but I think that's like some good advice, you know. That, that I took that and I was like, oh, that's actually that's a positive thing. That's cool. How does I one get do on that? Board. Um. Well, I don't. I mean, or should I guess into the podcast. Well, I guess it is kind of tough in practice, but uh, you know, because a lot of times you're not thinking about that if you're nervous about something. But right. But I guess tr- like working hard on trying to change that. So if you're doing, if you're giving like a presentation, mm-hmm. you're nervous about it. Like try and use that and just be like, you know, whatever. Like, I guess it, it's more about like kind of rolling with it mm-hmm. instead oh, yeah. of trying to fight it. Just right. like kind of uh, lean into it a little bit. Yeah. It, kind of like an acknowledgement, like, oh, you know, I'm really nervous about it. Maybe let me use this. Yeah. Use it gotcha. for good. Uh, I think Very that's, cool. that's kind of like, but, and that's something that I think like, oh yeah, like that's, that's good advice. You know, 
Nice. Um, not everything maybe you can take with you. Like if someone's telling you like, there's a guy who's like, you should get up like super early every day. It's like, no, maybe, <laughs> but maybe I can tailor it to myself or maybe like, I don't want to do that. Maybe it just yeah. like doesn't work for me. You know, I think there are different things for people. I just listened to this guy on Rogan's podcast where he talked about this guy who talked about sleep. His name's Dr. Matthew Walker. Okay. It's fucking crazy because first of all, a lot of the stuff he's saying you're thinking about, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like he said that you should prioritize sleep over everything else in your life because he said you should prioritize it over even like diet and exercise. And you, when you hear, when you think about that, you're like, oh, that's like what? But then you like really think about that. Like, oh, that actually makes sense because if you get enough sleep, you'll have like a better mindset to kind of tackle those other things. And yeah. that's like super, that's super important. That's funny. I think Keith mentioned this guy to me recently. Oh, he might have listened to the same thing. Yeah. No, you know what? I think I told him. Okay. And I then think he, I told him, I was like, Keith, you got to watch this. Okay. Cause then he and showed then, it to yeah. me. Cause he, we, he brought up. It was we really, it's really day, good. Something like, I guess, what was it? One thirty of your life is spent sleeping? Yeah. Well, something ridiculous. Yeah. So to, to ignore that part is just, it's silly. Yeah, and I guess his thing is like about scheduling too, like scheduling when your sleep is. And again, like that stuff's hard to do. You know, it's it's hard depending on where you are, especially like New York. New York is a tough place because there's yeah. always something going on. It's like there's there's so much happening all the time. So it's it's really tough to do that. But it is do like all this stuff is like doable. You know, because like when you think about it, it's not really impossible. It's not because you can go to sleep earlier, wake up. You can get like eight hours or whatever, and it might be tough, but it's not like impossible. It's like it's easier easier than saying like you need to like I don't know dunk on this basketball hoop. <laughs> it's like no, like that's actually straight up impossible for me. Like that's yeah. that's never gonna happen. <laughs> but like I can sleep eight hours and like schedule yeah. it like there. So you know it's like stuff like that you can get. It's like, definitely something achievable. Yeah, like when you really break these things down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I need to get more sleep. We we all do though. Mm-hmm. Like everyone does, and even but it's even like quality sleep too. Because like the last few nights, I just ha- I haven't been sleeping through the night for whatever reason. No oh, weird. And I think you know, who knows stress. But it could it, it could also be like the temperature of the room. It's like it's like yeah. really <laughs> little things. Whereas like over the weekend, I was somewhere that was like super quiet and calm and slept great. Oh yeah, slept great, and but but what's even weirder is I slept really well, and then I like still took a nap <laughs> afternoon and like so it just like it yeah it was just like super relaxing yeah That's funny. it's yeah it's weird though but yeah you should prioritize yeah like sleep over everything else but that so but this like is stemming from that whole thing where like people saying like you gotta wake up early you gotta wake up early I think there is some merit to that. But you have to be. You have to go to bed early too. You have to have a schedule for yourself. I pretty much at this point try like to do like the eleven to seven thing. Okay. Go to bed by eleven, wake up at seven. But it it varies, and I get. I do the about go to bed at two a.m. and wake up at like seven thirty because sure. I'm an idiot. Wow. I mean, I just can't function on that. But but are you? You're out for those hours though. Like you're out cold, right? Mainly because I I have such trouble getting to sleep yeah. that come around like two two thirty, my body just shuts down and it's like you're going to bed whether you want to or not, yeah. and I'm out. Yeah, I I don't know. The last couple of nights I've just had trouble with like completely staying asleep. Mm-hmm. 
And who knows what kind of thing is like waking me up in, in the you, middle of the You're listening night. to the wrong podcast. That's yeah. I, well, you know what? I, I, I don't know how, how you feel about this. And I actually haven't, I don't even know if he talks about this. It's like listening to something when you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like if you're listening to even like a sleep playlist. Like I've actually listened to like sleep playlists before. Yeah. Which like is good, but you know, it would be it's good for like the blue the new iPhones. I'm still working with this fucking wire headphones. Mm. You get tangled up. <laughs> you know, now you don't get tangled up because you've got those ear pods that, yeah. that look ridiculous. They do look ridiculous. They do look ridiculous. And someone had to say it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Listen, man, there's a lot of stuff you can learn out there. And that's yeah. like. And you're learning through podcasts. Learning through. And you can learn from us. Yes. About other people's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come to the poncho section so you can go somewhere else after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have uh, podcasts that you listen to that have like a specific fan base? Like, like the alt right? <laughs> no, <laughs> I meant more as in like the the fans kind of have like a name or like you have like a following and like like a community maybe is a better way to describe it. Like hmm. the one because the the one I only I can only think of one podcast that kind of really has that, and it's this podcast called Hello Internet. Yeah, and it's with these two guys, CPG Gray. Yeah, and Brady Heron, and I've definitely talked about these guys before. The CPG Gray ha- does YouTube stuff. Um, educational kind of things. And Brady Heron has, I, th- I don't know, 20 different YouTube channels. And they're all oh, wow. they're all educational. He has like Numberphile. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does, I don't know if he does Minute Physics, but he does this one, I think the Periodic Table one, wh- whichever. So they have a podcast and they pretty much talk about anything from like technology. They have, they talk a lot about like technological etiquette, like how... You should act with technology, with people. They talk about movies. They do reviews about movies and TV shows. They always have like certain things that they like to bring up. Like For some reason, they were talking about a lot of plane accidents mm-hmm. for a while. Um, they talk about like symbols and flags yeah. a lot. And uh, they talk about a lot of like stuff relating to like what, where the future, where are we going in the future. But they have this community of their listeners, and they call them TIMS, T-I-M-S. Okay. And it just stands for, like, they were thinking, like, who is, and I, I might be butchering this, but they were thinking just, like, who is, like, an average dude? Like, who's yeah. an average person? Oh, it's just some guy named Tim. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> their, their followers just t- took that name on, and now, like, their community are called Tims. Tims. Yeah, so if you are a fan of, of Hello Internet, you're a Tim. And it's the funniest thing, because, like, these, it ends up just being, like, these, these like, incredible community cbg gray and brady heron were entered into this i think it was for the uk because they live in the uk they were entered into like this radio kind of contest i guess it was like old school radio wanted to kind of do like who are the best or who are your favorite radio hosts or whatever and i guess they also wanted to seem like they're up to date with like what modern people are so they included two people that do podcasts yeah and the Tims, like, just, they didn't even ask for it, the the hosts. The Tims just went out, and I guess you could vote multiple times. And they created, like, robot computer systems to multiple, <laughs> to vote constantly. And they ended up winning. Wow. And it's just, like, it, it's just, it's funny when communities like that grow out of, 
out of these podcasts. So I wonder if we have anything like that. Who are our Tims? Whatever they're called, our our ponchettes or whatever. Mm, our we're gonna, poncho heads. Poncho heads. Or, um, yeah, I don't know actually. Our yeah. Yeah, but it's it's cool when like communities like that develop, and I honestly can't think of another podcast that at, that's mm. at least that vocal or that strong with their communities. Yeah, I don't have that only because I have different. You know, I listen to certain things for a while, and then I switch over to mm-hmm. other things. I go back and forth, and and I I kind of like that. I kind of like that. You don't have to stick to one type of thing. Yeah, it's type one, not even like one type of comedy. Like you can go like I, I go into all different types of things. So I, I don't. I, I try and keep up on stuff. You know, if you miss a few episodes here and there, mm-hmm. you might not know what happened, you know, a few weeks prior. You might be kind of out of the loop on certain things. There's, like, callbacks to other things. But it really depends. I mean, on, like, straight-up interview shows, you might, you're might you not going to get that as much. Yeah. But I kind of like not necessarily being part of any of that because I can just kind of listen to what I want to and mm. then, you know, be fans of be fans of who I want to be fans of. Um, and it's cool. It, and it's cool to expand your knowledge and, and to... And to know, and you know, to really know more people, it's cool. Yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. yeah. What, do you have? I, I, can you think of a podcast that you listen to that's like the most unique out of all of the podcasts? It's like completely different than all all the rest. Completely different. That's. It. I would say probably that Kill Tony podcast, only because yeah. it's like a, a stand up showcase, and it's so there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. I mean that that definitely has like a lot of originality to it, but even. I mean, you know, I listen to a lot of like straight up like interview type yeah. type shows. So I guess a lot of them are kind of similar um, in certain ways. Harmontown is like its own animal too. I mean, that's a live one as yeah. well. Or I don't know if it still is. There's so much shenanigans. Like it, it could be really funny. It could get serious. It can get dark. Like it kind of can waver all over the place. Yeah. So I would say like with a, with those like couple live ones, it, it's pretty interesting. Hmm. But um, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. I would say probably those two. And even like um, the Duncan Trussell family hour, like his, I think maybe because of the subject matter sometimes can key, he focuses a lot on meditation, psychedelics, kind of like right. more interesting stuff like that. So that could be kind of, that could be kind of different. That's pretty cool. Yeah. it's. I mean, it, uh, they're all like original in their own way though. Mm-hmm. Like there really isn't like, that's and that's another thing that's cool about podcasting is like everyone's kind of bringing their own thing to the table. Even if you say like, oh, everyone's got a podcast, every comedian's got a podcast <laughs> now. It's like, yeah, they a lot of them do, but they're kind of bringing their own thing to the table. I mean, I was listening to Keeping Joe with uh, Sam Morell, Joe Mackey, oh, yeah. and Phil Hanley. I mean, those guys, they're doing their own thing too. Like theirs is silly. Like I was listening to an episode today where they're like playing clips of like old sitcoms and just laughing. Like it's just like <laughs> pure like silliness. That's great. So, yeah, everyone's kind of doing their own thing, and they don't... And I kind of like that. And I like I like them because they're more of, like, our generation. Sure. And I think in a lot of ways you can relate to them because they're just, like, laughing at, like, just silly shit from, like... Like, they were, like, uh, Sam Morell was playing these, like, 90s sitcom clips, and they're like, what do you do? Do you just, like, watch these? He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what I do sometimes <laughs> in my spare time, you know? When I'm, like, it's like, yeah, I'm just hanging out watching these... Watching old episodes of Full House. That's amazing. It's like, yeah, we can we can relate. You That's know? great. So yeah, everyone's bringing their own thing to the table. Yeah. That's what's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. There's this one podcast that I like listening to, and it's 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 pretty funny. It, it's there are plenty of uh, movie review kind of podcasts out there, and these guys, their podcast is called Walkin One Hundred and One, mm-hmm. and they just review Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. 
either movies, TV, if they can find it, maybe a, a play that he's been in. Mm-hmm. It's these two guys, um, Kenny Johnson and Brandon Hardesty. Brandon Hardesty is uh, he's an actor. He does a lot of like smaller roles, um, but he also does this. Uh, he has his YouTube channel called uh, No Small Parts Productions, yeah. and he, it, I love it. it. It's really great. He does videos about the the character actors that you see in all these movies, yeah, and who like you never really know who they are. Like they, he did an episode about the older woman from The Goonies. Oh yeah, uh, and yeah. throw Mama from the train. Yeah, yeah. He did one about. Oh my god, why can't I think of his name? He's the villain in Airbud, and he was also uh, in the Green Mile. Who was he in the Green Mile? He he played, I guess, one one of the the guys in jail who had the the mouse. Okay, it's been a while since I've seen yeah. that movie. But he's gone through a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people. But oh, he now, yeah, definitely check it out. He, I mean, I'm happy for him that he's gotten some sort of deal with IMDb, where he does a few of these kind of shorter videos yeah, for some of the I've IMDb stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he does that, and then I guess this Kenny Johnson. I don't really know too much about his stuff, but he's, a, I guess, a documentary filmmaker. Mm. Um, and they're just friends, and they just watch all of Christopher Walken stuff, and periodically will sneak in a lot of Christopher Walken impressions, and it's. This is great stuff. Yeah. Although Christopher Walken impression, I liked at first. Now it's gotten so overdone. A lot of people doing the walk. A lot of people do it. They do it ve- they do it pretty well and usually theirs is in context to like a mo- the movie. Yeah. So they'll maybe like imitate like a, a ridiculous line he has said right. in that film or something like that. Right, but you know, I love Christopher Walken. Oh yeah, come on, yeah. he's great. He's great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's a cool concept because I I'm a big fan of like character actors. Yeah. Like I like pointing them out, like oh that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love doing that during during movies. My girlfriend loves when I do that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, thinks it's, it's got to be it's got to be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hope you could detect the sarcasm. Listeners. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um. What else you got? You got anything? Else? Uh, there were there's a few more here, but I feel like I just kind of wanted to maybe just touch on the ones that really got me into podcasting yeah, and maybe just kind of yeah, and end my piece on those. Yeah. I almost want to do a part two to this because I feel like there's so much. Oh, we could do a part two. There's so much more we can talk about. The podcast, podcast, podcast episode. Yeah. We could just throw in, throw in another podcast in here. Yeah. I don't know how you feel. I mean, how, how long have we been going for right now? What are we doing? Well, we, now. Because this is, this is, well, this is technically part three. This is, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're right now, it says 25 minutes. Yeah, and the first time, first part that had to get cut off was like thirty-eight. But then, yeah, we're gonna cut with, some things with all the editing. Yeah, we could probably. I mean, we we might want to just to give give you guys a little break. We might want to do a a little part two. I don't know. Yeah. So why don't I just want to say say my piece about the yeah 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 quickly about the ones that got me into podcasting, and then we next time could bring it back up the ones that we missed and didn't get to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the big ones, I I, I think I mentioned enough about uh, Bullseye with Jesse Thorne. Essentially, it's just a, he interviews people, uh, you know, people in the in the entertainment industry. It's really interesting stuff. You could hear it on NPR or go to Maximum Fun and check it out. Yeah. The other one that got me into podcasts is Snap Judgment, and it's by uh, hosted by Glenn Washington. Yeah. And these are just, like, weekly storytelling radio series and podcasts distributed through WMYC, and it's just, I think it's 
it's just fascinating stories. It's really about any anything that you could really think of storytelling yeah. wise. He always finds a way to tell like a story beforehand about like his childhood or something he's gone through and to try to relate it to whatever that week's theme is. Right. And I've haven't been bored at all listening to these stories. It's Most just important. It's very cool. And I think I also mentioned This American Life that was the other thing that got me into podcasting and that's also kind of storytelling it's kind of like you have a theme for the week and he will ira glass Mm -hmm. is the he will splice in i'd say maybe about three or four stories that they all kind of revolve around a specific topic and that's also one of those that's just really interesting anything from either sometimes it's political and he tries they try to show both sides sometimes it's just an experience that people have gone through, traumatic, something that people have grown through, and it's how the various circumstances surrounding a theme. And then I think, I don't know if I mentioned it, but it was also Radio Lab is also a WNYC, and that yeah, plays a lot on a huge one. NPR. Yeah, Chad Abumrad and Robert uh, Krulwich, and that's just hour-long episodes with several interviews, usually relating to some sort of topic, either science-based or philosophical-based. Like, they had one about the other day about the, uh, the mantis shrimp, Mm-hmm. And how the mantis shrimp is able to ha- has I think it's something like twelve more extra like color receptors than we have. Yeah, and it was like how weird is that that they have all the they can see colors that we can't see. But I guess when you get down to it, because their brain is so small, they don't even process it. It right. seems like such a waste. Yeah. But they had that, and then they they had another episode a few weeks later about um, somebody who, I think he was a reporter, and he went down to the border, and they, there's, this, I guess, a part of the U.S. border where there's just thousands of backpacks from migrants who had to, essentially got to a certain point, and it's like, all right, you need to leave your stuff. People brought, like, all their belongings, and they had to leave it out in this desert, and it's just, like, a mile long of just backpacks or something like that. Holy shit. Yeah. So, like, that, that was pretty crazy to hear that, and... And yeah, so those those are the big ones that really got me into podcasting. I was like, this is something interesting. It's something new. It's not the just bland top 40 crap that you hear over and over again. It's not the overly played out top classic rock kind of stuff. Yeah. Something new and it, something hey, it's, new and interesting. it's, it's gotten not... me into listening to thousands of podcasts now. Right, it's 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 something different. It's not reality television. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something definitely not completely its own entity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like we could definitely dive into this more. I, I think because I have I have more podcasts that I haven't mentioned. Perfect. To and I think maybe next time we can kind of we might even have some new perspectives on things too. Oh yeah. There's something else that you know the next time we do this, next and we're not going to tell you when. Nope. But whenever it is, whenever it'll is. come out two weeks after this one because that's how we do things. <laughs> that's how. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thanks for listening, or if you're still listening, thank you very yes, much for, thank you. for sticking with this episode because it's a little rough go, <laughs> but I think we uh, we brought it home. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you soon for part two. Peace. <laughs>